taking some time and uh, spending it with me this morning as we uh, look at devotion number four uh, from the series that I'm calling From the Beginning Until the End. Uh, the story of rebellion, uh, excuse me, of creation, rebellion, salvation, and consummation. And uh, an examination of uh, these four uh, central themes that, that flow through the entirety of our Bible. And so if you have a Bible, if you want to open it to the first chapter of the book of Hebrews, uh, Hebrews chapter 1, we're going to look at the first four verses there as we uh, think for a second time uh, about this issue of salvation. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to make some brief comments about that fourth theme, uh, that of consummation. And then from that time forward, we're going to come back and zero in and, 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 and go into uh, a, a more deliberate study of salvation, of, of what it is, why it's necessary, why it's such a, a great thing, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, so that you can appreciate and enjoy your salvation, uh, know the joy of your salvation to a greater extent, and even uh, be able to explain and to share the truth of the gospel so that others may know that very same salvation. And so let's read this morning in Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom He also created the world, he is the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of His nature. He upholds the universe by the word of His power. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name He has inherited is more excellent than theirs. The book of Hebrews is, is a fascinating book that describes for us and explains for us the superiority, the supremacy of the Lord Jesus Christ and the work that He uh, has accomplished at the cross of Calvary, that He is the one that fulfills all of the prototypes and all of the promises and all the prophecies of the Old Testament. And so the writer tells us that, yes, indeed, uh, God has spoken uh, to humanity uh, in various ways through the prophets uh, associated uh, with the Old Covenant. And that is a, a valid revelation. It is good revelation. It was saving revelation. That is how men came to know the one true God and uh, His offer of, of salvation. And so they didn't really understand it fully, but they understood that God was a God who saved. And so now we know that while God had spoken previously in these various ways, and we'll talk about those various ways in just a moment, that He has ultimately, finally, perfectly, and completely spoken in His Son, Jesus Christ. That, that He is the, the very reason for creation, that He is to inherit uh, for the sake of His glory. Uh, the, the, uh, he is to inherit all things. And verse 3 uh, tells us that He is the exact representation of God and all that God is and all that, that, uh, that God does. That, that Jesus Christ perfectly 
reveals the Godhead in all that he is and all that he does. And that he is, uh, was involved in creation and he's still involved with creation as he upholds it. He sustains it. He sees that it, it works as it should. And that now, having once and for all, through the shedding of his blood on the cross, he has offered that ultimate and final and effective sacrifice. There's no need for another sacrifice. Unlike the high priest who never sat down because there was a continual need uh, for ongoing sacrifices, Jesus sacrificed once for all. He has sat down because why? Because it's finished. It is accomplished. And so that's the point of the book of Hebrews, that, that Jesus is superior, He's final, and He is effective. He can actually save the the blood of the bulls and goats that were uh, sacrificed in obedience, yes indeed, they, they foreshadowed uh, the coming of Christ, but they could not actually save. It was only the blood of Christ that was saved. And so God revealed His, his plan of salvation and His man of salvation uh, through thousands of years. We can go back, and we mentioned previously, the testimony of Genesis 3, the, the seed of the woman, the one bruised and the one that, that will bruise that, in a way that will destroy the serpent, uh, the one that shall die as a substitute, shed his blood for the, to cover our, our guilt and our shame. And, and the, the testimony of Jesus runs through the entirety of uh, the Old Testament. In, in Genesis 12, uh, Jesus is, is referred to again as this, this greater heir, this greater son of, of Abraham through Jacob and then Judah. In Genesis 22, Jesus Christ is this, this ram that substitutes for, for Isaac. Uh, the, the story of Joseph that begins in Genesis 37 is, is a paradigm and a, is an illustration of, of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ as he, uh, Joseph descended into death in Egypt and again was resurrected to deliver his family. And so Jesus Christ again uh, dies and descends into the grave to deliver uh, his brothers. And then... The Exodus is a great picture of being saved through blood and delivered and, uh, uh, into this promised land. And then the entirety of the sacrificial system. His point was to remind men of their sin, remind men that there must be uh, someone to go between them and a holy God, that there must be uh, a, a sacrifice, a shedding of blood, a substitute, uh, so that they may be rightly related to God. And then the, the very promise to David of, of, of an eternal son, a son that shall be born uh, in Bethlehem, and this son shall rule and reign forever. But not only will he rule and reign forever, but he will be the suffering servant of Psalm 22 and Isaiah uh, 53. And so Jesus Christ is foreshadowed, is promised, prophesied, predicted in many ways and in many types uh, throughout the Old Testament. But this writer wants us to know that now he is seen in all of his glory and all in, in full color display that he has come, he's rendered obsolete uh, that which was associated with that old covenant. And he, is, he has accomplished once and for all the sacrifice necessary for our salvation, for us as 
fallen, sinful image bearers to be reconciled to God. And so because Jesus is the effective sacrifice and the, the, the Savior, then again, God has accomplished that which He promised, namely again, the salvation from the curse of sin and death. So I pray that uh, God will use these thoughts in your mind and, and in your heart today and hope you'll be with me tomorrow. God bless you.